Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill Dement, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair for over the past decade, we have learned a few things. From the big wins to the occasional mistakes, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry. We don't have all the answers, but perhaps we can learn from a few things as we navigate the many adventures of owning a small business. Hey, hey, Bill. Hey, James. Good morning. Welcome in on the podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, excited as usual. I say that every week, but I, I really am excited because um, part of the topics that we have today is talking about a professional approach to the business we do. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's something that's really close to my heart. It's a topic that we've been kind of brewing on for years, right? And the podcast has allowed us to kind of put our head around the some of the do's and don'ts and the things that we've kind of been able to succeed through. So I'm a, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to kind of get into it. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go or how long it's going to go. I just think it's going to mm-hmm. be a fun discussion. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about it specifically for a couple of weeks um, because I, I wrote a, a blog article mm-hmm. about it. So. When you have to go through it step by step, you you begin to dissect what is this thing? What is this all about? Right. And um, I think there's going to be some fun insights uh, yeah. that that pop out in this podcast. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, where do you want to start? Well, I guess um, one of the, one of the places my brain always goes is thinking about other professionals. Mm -hmm. And I guess I think about my doctor's office a lot. And one of the things they have at my doctor's office is a system. And so everything they do there is done in a very systematic, planned, practiced, Mm -hmm. purposeful manner. So even to the point where I call and try to make an appointment, they have a professional approach, a a system by which they schedule me, by which they vet me, right? You know, mm-hmm. they check on my insurance. Is that in place? Are you okay on Wednesday the twenty fourth? Are you? So they check all that, and then when I actually show up at the doctor's office, they have a system in place, right? So I walk in the door. I notice they have seating prepared for me, knowing that any of their customers that come in may want mm-hmm. somewhere to sit down. Sure. They have a sign that says "window this way." They have a very friendly face at the window. Says, "Hi, can I help you here? Put your name on. Sign this sign in sheet." Right. Okay, so it's all you're you're just doing it, and you don't even notice that these professionals have thought through each step of the process to make it easy on you as a customer. Right? Is your insurance changed? Mm-hmm. Any anything weird to report? Are your medications okay? Mm-hmm. Sit there for just a minute. And we'll call you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, you typically sit down for a, a few minutes, and then a person pops out of the back and calls your name and you go back there and the system continues. Mm-hmm. The first thing they do is they check your blood pressure. Check your weight, check your blood pressure. They always put yeah. you on that lion scale, don't they? Mm-hmm. They want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always tell them, you know, the scale is yeah. the scale is not honest. Well, they say the TV adds 10 pounds. I think the doctor's office adds 10 pounds. Oh, well. I, you know yeah. what? I think there's probably something to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they weigh me up. They put me in a room. So they, they have thought ahead to think, we're going to do several patients at a time, so let's have half a dozen patient rooms. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, by the way, did I mention, after a few minutes, a doctor shows up who, who has been through four years of college and three years of med school, mm-hmm. 
They've done extensive preparation right. to be able to meet me on that day mm-hmm. at that moment in, in, a, in an exam room. Right. So when I think about a professional approach, that's what it is. It's understanding each piece of the process and preparing yourself to do it at the highest level possible. You ever thought about what would it would be like if they weren't professionals? I mean, oh, if you went to the doctor's office and they weren't in scrubs, but they were like in T-shirts and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. No, and you yeah. didn't need an appointment. You just show yeah. up at any time, so there's 75 people at the door. Yeah. Would you feel satisfied or would you feel, um, um, I don't know, comp- you know, that you would, would trust them to mm-hmm. be for your, your health care? Yeah. 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 Tell me what was your name again? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever oh. been here before? Oh, what? Oh. No, you we don't, any we don't have yeah. any records on you. Yeah. Oh, that's We don't have any records at all, as a matter of fact, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's like, because when we started the company, or when you started the company, and we started just really digging into it, we wanted to be something a little different because we've had experiences with tradespeople coming to our house in our places of business that weren't professional. They weren't prepared. No, right? it's true. Yeah. It's no, true. This, this is really yeah, good. That, that was really on my radar. Um, one of the early things I was looking at with Hole in the Wall was I wanted to bring a level of professionalism mm-hmm. to an industry that just, Largely doesn't have it. Now, I I'm not running down any drywall people or tradespeople. Mm-hmm. They are they are quite good at the specific job they do, but they're not good at the ancillary things that are around it. And we're going to kind of get into that here in, yeah. uh, in a few more minutes. They're, they're not historically good at it. I mean, no. everyone knows the the guy in the pickup truck that kind of comes and doesn't look like you want them in your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And so in my mind, a customer is going to feel a lot more comfortable if he's got someone who is organized and prepared, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's when I'm thinking about a professional approach, I'm thinking about what if what if I could kind of show you how to do that? You know, and we make an effort to um, train our employees yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's have a professional approach. Let's let's make sure that we're doing things at the highest level we possibly can, which means we now have had to think through mm-hmm. what does this process look like to our customer and how do we best behave to serve their needs and put them at ease and provide a quality job for them. Right. Yeah. You know? So, um, you know, part of what I think about is, you know, what if, what if you went about your work, the way you went about your work is just be improved. What if it was, what if it was, in an organized or a systematic way of doing things. So what if that way would save time and increase productivity and your profits, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're eliminating wasted time and effort and all the while providing a superior experience for your customer. So what's it look like if you had a professional approach? Yeah. 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 So in my mind, it involves a couple of elements. Number one would be sort of the way you dress because that's how you're, you know, it would include that. Right. Uh, the way you speak, your preparation for the job, your the way you communicate, literally the words you use, mm-hmm. um, your punctuality, and your overall positive attitude, which we always should have going into someone's home. Right. And to me, if you've taken the time to address these issues before you show up at a customer's home, you've now shown a determination to deliver the highest quality work product possible for that customer. Yeah. So if you can have a professional approach, it's going to 
equip you with practical ways to organize yourself. Just like my doctor's office, mm -hmm. they're very organized. It's going to give you a way to organize your time, to organize your workflow, mm -hmm. okay? Doing it in a very systematic way. And at the end of the day, that's going to reduce stress, um, both for you and your customer, uh, and increase the chances of being able to provide a quality job and a positive customer experience. These are all really great benefits. If you just take the time early in the business creation that you can create a culture, like we talked about in previous podcasts, yep. of excellence, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you're 10 years old, right? So now you can create this culture of, of, of excellence, of having a professional approach. And the benefits of this are you now make it easier for yourself Oh. If you're not worrying about the job, the day of the job, yes. you're not having to run to the store four or five times to pick right. up supplies, mm -hmm. then you're saving time. Because we all know that time is money. Mm -hmm. Windshield time is time that you're not getting paid for. And um, so now you're making more money. I and mean, maybe you're actually impressing the homeowner or the customer because they sense your approach. Right. They don't even know what you're doing. Yes. But you've showed up. In your logo vehicle with your nice shirts, and you got a smile on your face, you don't mm -hmm. stink, and you're yes. you're not filthy. And then you then perform, and then now they want to then word of mouth promote you, right? Maybe leave you a review, which will lead to future work. So it just kind of snowballs into this positivity because you just took the time early in your business career to create a process that makes the professionalism just shine. Yeah, and I think I think just looking at our uh, our customer base and the amount of work that we're doing at Hole in the Wall here in Orlando last year, based on those elements that you just stated, mm -hmm. we did. I think it was just over eighteen hundred jobs. Mm -hmm. Yep, James, that's one thousand eight hundred jobs yep. out of this one office in a city the size of Orlando. Yeah, somebody's liking what we're doing <laughs> now. The thing about a professional approach is it doesn't just happen right okay it, it's going to require number one some effort mm -hmm. okay number one i guess there has to be a um an acknowledgement that there is a better way to do things yes. you may not even realize that it's a professional approach as such but you realize that i can improve some stuff i desire to be better there you go yeah. so there's some effort and training number two there's some training that needs mm -hmm. to be required okay um and then in addition to that, number three, I would say there's going to have to be some practice. Mm. And that kind of goes hand in hand with training, but it's a little different. Training, I'm showing you do it this way and then go practice. Now, my wife, she's a teacher. Yeah. And I ask her, how do I train somebody to do that? She says, it's a really simple approach. Here's how you teach someone to do anything. It's called I do, we do, you do. Mm -hmm. So... I'll do it for you, you and you watch. And then the second time, I'm going to do it with you. You're going to do it, but we're going to do it together. And then the third time, you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have effort and training and then practice. And then a really critical step here is discipline. And we're going to get a little bit more into that here in just a little bit too. Is that why they call it a doctor's practice? Oh, oh that's exactly. really good. I stole your line, though. Yeah, and they're in the medical discipline as mm -hmm. well. Oh, 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 my goodness. Um, and the thing is, customers are going to notice the difference. Yeah. They're going to see a distinct difference between you and a competition who isn't approaching work with a 
with a professional approach. Mm-hmm. It's going to set you apart. And, and we feel like it has with, with our business here. Yeah. I mean, we are, we're on the cusp of franchising our business because um, we have a good secret recipe here that's mm-hmm. not such a secret. We're very open about what we do and how right. we do it. Mm-hmm. But it comes back to some really basic principles like treating other people the way you'd like to be treated. That's good old wisdom right there. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, the public has been mistreated and beat up that, you know, that they are already gun shy of contractors. And, and heaven help you if you go to work for a customer who has already been had burned. a bad experience with a contractor. Yeah. And, and now they are suspicious of every other contractor that they ever are going to work with, whether you deserve that or not. So you, there's a Mm -hmm. sense that you need to overcome that a little bit. And so the professional approach, the process we have, is going to help us to overcome those resistance. You you can almost hear the, the people who have been burned by a tradesperson, you know, are you going to show up on time? I mean, I've got to be here, you know, are you going to be in Mm -hmm. there? You can just, you can just, you can sense the trauma in the voice on the phone. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that, be on time, because in my mind, that's one of the first steps uh, in how to develop your own personal approach. You know, mm-hmm. we like to talk about what, why, how. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the how. How do I, how do I, if I'm, if I'm nowhere with this, enlighten me. Mm-hmm. How do I develop this professional approach? And I think that part of that is beginning with punctuality. Yeah. Again, it goes back to an old principle of, respecting someone else's time, okay, yep. enough to say, I'm going to be there at a specific time, and you just simply be there at that time, right? okay? Um, I have a friend who's always 10 minutes early for everything. Mm-hmm. And he says, the thing is, I know that there can be traffic at 5 o'clock if I have an appointment. So I leave even 10 minutes earlier rather than show up 10 minutes late and say, oh, my gosh, there was a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. I had the foresight to know at 5 o'clock there's going to be a lot of traffic. Right. So I think for a professional, you should always make every effort to be on time for an appointment. And in my mind, it's a great way to start the relationship with a customer. Mm -hmm. They're already happy before you get out of the truck. Right. Because you showed up. And in our business, yeah, you well rare. you well know showing up is almost fifty percent of the battle. Right. Okay. Well, showing up and then showing up when you say that you're going to show up. Yep. You know, or if you can't, you're communicating, so you're not you know leaving them in the dark. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and and it sets the tone for what's to follow. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy showed up when he said, so I have hope now. Mm-hmm. I'm probably still going to get burned, but I <laughs> yeah <laughs> I now have some hope that this could go well. Um, on the other hand, if you show up late and you're all disorganized mm-hmm. and you open the door in your truck and soda cans are falling out and right. clunking down the driveway, mm-hmm. you know, that customer's going to doubt your ability to do a quality job. Right. I mean, you've, you've made it uphill. You've shot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. So a professional knows that he needs to be punctual, need right. to be on time. Yeah. Um, and you kind of touched on this next one a little bit as well. Uh, and this kind of up your alley is the communication. And I'm, and I'm arguing that by communicating early and clearly and in a timely manner with a customer, 
you're going to build trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my mind, that's, you know, uh, answering your phone, returning phone calls, mm-hmm. returning messages, emails quickly. Uh, and you're really good about that. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, just the way you work, if an email comes in, and we talked about this in an earlier podcast, you don't like seeing the little red nope. thing. <laughs> nope, don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I... I said honest. Um, honestly, is that I I think that sometimes as business owners or even salespeople, we try to like overpromise or we try to elevate what we may or may not be able to do. I I think that's kind of lying, and I don't want to put a false ex, false expectation in the homeowner. So you want to be truthful. If there's going to be a challenge, I love talking to the homeowner. Like, all right, this is a challenging situation. I think we can get this handled. But just so you know, we're going to bring a ladder in here in this paint. If you if you let them know ahead of time, as opposed yeah. to you walk in and yes, ma'am, yes, sir, and I got this covered. Yes, you're not fooling anybody. No, because if it's not great at the end, you promise them greatness. But if you can at least at least let them know ahead of time, we're going to run into an issue here. Oh, you got some mold, or I see some ants, or there's a water leak over here. Yep, we could absolutely just cover the wall up and let the leak stay in the wall. But that's not very professional, and they're no. going to have an issue down the road. Mm-hmm. So you 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 over communicate, let them understand. And then they let you do your job. Well, and, and you touched on it just a little bit. Be careful of over-promising and under-delivering. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a sure way to look very unprofessional. Right. Um, touch on this a little bit. We talked about emails mm-hmm. uh, with your communication. Uh, you, are, you actually put this on my radar about checking emails for errors before pushing send. I... Just reading texts mm-hmm. online anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not. I used to read a newspaper, and someone had edited that. Yeah. And you wouldn't find a single mistake in an entire edition of the newspaper. Now I read a five hundred word article and find four errors. Mm-hmm. And some. And often I get emails mm-hmm. where words are misspelled, or obviously it wasn't checked. So I mean, just kind of yeah. touch on that for it, a minute. Well, I, I know because I'm guilty because I, I have done. Uh, far too many bad <laughs> emails where I've misspelled a word, where I went to, I put the word you and when I meant to put your, or I put your when I should, went to put you are. Yep. <laughs> you know, and it does scream unprofessional if you just, if you, it just takes a second to edit your email. I learned a long time ago that also you can probably say more with less words, right? So being overly wordy tends to muddy the mm. conversation. So you have to be, um, thorough, but you know, you communicate, but don't like muddy with like a lot of adjectives, a lot of things that is kind of extra. Business communication need. class from a hundred years ago in college. Mm-hmm. I remember you uh, are clear, concise, concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. s- straight to the point. Yeah, we did a study once where my teacher in uh, what class I was taking, he put an email um, on the on the screen. He says, "I want you to remove two thirds of this email and say the exact same thing." Oh, terrific! And we went through. Great and we, exercise. And we, we just went through. We crossed out words. We said, you know, it, and it was a great exercise. And he says, "Now, if you said the exact same thing, and you and you've honored their time because you've now saved two thirds of their reading. So if that would have taken them a minute to read your email, now they're doing it in just a few seconds, and it saves you time and you look more professional." So before you press send on the email, you're making sure that you don't have any grammar issues, just punctuation issues. You're using capital lot, capital letters when you need to. Yes, and it makes you look more professional. You yep. know, and sometimes you need to like like we walk into a house and say, you know what, it's gonna be, we're gonna patch a hole in the wall. We could do an estimate that says patch one hole in wall. 
but that's not really communicating what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So you do have to like add some details so the customer can know what to expect from you. So it'll be, we're going to patch a one foot by one foot hole in the wall. We're going to tape it. We're going to mud it. We're going to sand it. Then yeah. we're going to apply a texture that's going to match the existing texture so it blends seamlessly. Yeah, we actually get asked that question a lot when people call in and we give a quote. It is, they'll ask, mm-hmm. does that include the texture? Yeah. Is that, does that include painting? Mm-hmm. So you have to be specific, try to yeah. have an understanding up front rather than a yep. misunderstanding later. Um, touch on this for a minute. You're running late uh-huh. as part of communication. You're running late for a job. It's supposed to be there at 1 o'clock. You're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So you know that potentially your client has had to take time off of work or rearrange their schedule or tell the doctor they're not going to be there, you know, and so the issue is you, you can just have a two o'clock appointment and that, that, that the wife may need to go pick the kids up from school at three thirty. Yeah. And also you're not going to be there until three fifteen, and you don't show up until three fifteen. but if they don't know that you're going to be late, they don't know what to expect. Mm. Well, the customer goes into a panic. They kind of go, well, where are they? Are they going to be here? What's going on? Right. And so if it, it takes just a moment, whether your C, whether your CRM system allows you to text or phone call, or you just want to send a text or a phone call to the homeowner, yep. but just a communication saying running behind schedule, mm-hmm. is this still convenient for you? Yeah. And the really, the really good thing about a little bit of communication in a situation like that is you can prevent your job from being derailed before you even arrive. Mm-hmm. And what if you 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 communicate and say, listen, I'm we're running delayed. Um, is this still a good time for you? And they may say, yes, but I've got to be gone by 530. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I know this is a three-hour job. Yep. I'm not going to get there until 315. Now you can now, now you can, instead of creating an issue for you where you guys either have to rush and perform poorly or un, not finish the job, mm-hmm. now you don't look professional. Or you can say, let's reschedule for a proper time that's more convenient for you. Right, and so mm. you look more professional because you're you're not allowing yourself that room for error. Mm. Agreed. Let's talk about a little bit about the way you dress and personal hygiene. Uh, it's a very personal, can be a, a touchy thing, um, but I know there are very few things that can cause a negative reaction quicker yeah. uh, than than poor hygiene and. And someone who dresses like yeah. a slob showing up at your house. It, 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 it's, it's what differentiates a professional from someone who's just kind of is good at something and they're a hobbyist that are in your home. Mm-hmm. We call them stand in the vans, you yeah. know, the chuck in a truck. So the guys who are just there, I know how to paint. they got a paintbrush. Might as well paint, right? And so it creates a different um, environment when you show up. For maybe it's an estimate, and you're now wearing a collared shirt, mm. and your shoes are clean. You're not going to drapes, you know, dirt all in their house. Um, your appearance is good. You don't have messy hair. Um, you don't smell. I mean, mm-hmm. you work for a living, so sometimes yeah. you get a little sweaty. Now it happens, you know. And if you're trying, if you say you're the third job of the day, you're gonna be dirty potentially. Mm-hmm. So keep, you know that, right? You know mm-hmm. you're going to be dirty. So keep yeah. a change of a change, a spare shirt in the, in the, in the vehicle. Make sure you have something that, you know, makes you look better. Yeah. Axe body spray. I don't care. Something that keeps you from offending your homeowner. Um, But why not take the extra step and whether you logo your vehicle or put a magnet with your company name on the vehicle, that's good. 
make sure you're in some sort of uniform. Yes. You know, I believe it's one thing to look good, but it's nothing to have a, like a, a standard uniform. And um, even if you have multiple people on the job site, if you could find a way that the lead or the foreman of that job site looks a little different, you know, like we put our guys in a collared shirt for the lead, mm-hmm. and they basically op- open the door with a collar shirt on. Yeah. And hi, my name is James, and I'm going to be your. And then when they go to work, they put a T-shirt on, right? There's a T-shirt on underneath. Yes. It. And so it just makes them look different. So the homeowner knows who to talk to if they have an issue they want to get taken care of. Yeah. So and that means I mean, listen, it's your shoes, it's your pants, it's your, you know, if you've got cutoffs, people don't like that in their in their home. People don't feel warm and fuzzy when you kind of come in. Yeah, and and a well groomed face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying don't have a beard or a mustache or whatever, but you don't look scraggly. Don't look scraggly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, let's talk about the way you speak. I, f- I feel like that says a lot about a person. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad always advised choose your words carefully. Yeah, and I think that specifically applies when when speaking with a customer. You know, yeah. not only a customer, but you know, people that you work with, people from your office, or people on a job site with you. But I would emphasize using proper grammar, mm-hmm. try to avoid using slang. Foul language. Yeah. Yes. Fa- oh, geez. Yeah. Um, I know I f- it goes without saying, but. I feel like you always want to express yourself clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to mumbling. It can cause someone to feel uncomfortable if you're mumbling. So. Point your mouth towards them, speak loudly, speak clearly, and express yourself clearly right. to them. Um, and you said it already, but never, ever, ever allow yourself to be disrespectful mm-hmm. and to use foul language. Even if they are. Mm-hmm. Even right. if the homeowner lets, lets some F-bomb slip, that's no excuse for you to do that. Yeah. Might I also add that sometimes the best communication is listening Right, so if you're trying to communicate with somebody and they have a story to tell and yes. you already know the answer, you want to cut them off. You want to give them a chance to what case in point, and and you want to, and you want to, you know, but you want to. Oh yeah, I understand. But sometimes you just need to be an active listener. Yes, where you're like, let them tell their story. I, I when I went on my very first estimate ride along with you, you said we're just going to let them tell their story. They're going to walk us through their entire house, and they're yeah, going to tell us they've got a story how every piece of damage happened. They're going to tell us why. They're going to tell us who, and. You can make notes, but the reality is, is we're going to let them walk through their entire house. We're going we're to let them talk, let them tell their whole story. And then I watch you grab your clipboard and says, all right, now that I kind of got the general feel, let's go back and talk details. And then we went back to the very beginning. And we, okay, this is one spot. Okay, it's going to take three foot by one foot. We need the base trim. And we went through that entire estimate. And just watching you let them listen, mm-hmm. you listen to them, let them speak. Right made them feel that you were into what they had to say. And it actually gave us a better idea what the what the job was yeah. like, as opposed to just kind of nailing it right as you walked in the door. So, mm-hmm. Yes. And then one of my favorite things to do after taking those couple of steps of going through on the first time and then going back and getting detail is to confirm to the customer, communicating with them, mm-hmm. that the good news is anything can be repaired. Yeah. And we can make this better for you. We can restore your... Life to normal. We can get back from DEFCON 5. Right. <laughs> we can pull this back. Um, one thing I want to point out is for, uh, talking about communication and the way you speak with a customer. Uh, never, ever argue with a customer. Yeah. 
um, what was the book? We talked about it earlier. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great book, by the way. Uh, the one takeaway I had from that book was, and I live with it daily, um, the only way to win an argument is to avoid one. Mm-hmm. Just don't have one. You never really win an argument. So um, I would encourage, and I, and I know that we do, we always encourage our crew uh, our office staff to maintain a calm and professional demeanor, mm-hmm. particularly with the customers, and even if they're not. Right. Well, and, and and that goes kind of everywhere, the calmness. So, I mean, we live in a really busy city, and there is traffic, and someone cuts you off on the road, and all of a sudden you're upset at that person for cutting you off on the road. So what's your reaction? Yeah. Do you go... You know, screw you and your middle finger and you're yelling at them and you, mm-hmm. maybe you're chasing them down, you know? Yeah. Or do you go, you know what? I'm going to choose my battles. This is not yes. a battle I want to fight. I'm not going to teach them a lesson. Oh, by the way, I got a phone number on the side of my vehicle and a vehicle ID number. So <laughs> so if someone wants to call and complain, they can. They know exactly you know? who you are. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Big billboard. It's true. Um, one other thing I want to point out here, uh, professional uh, at approach is going to include having a positive and a cooperative attitude with the customer. Mm. The worst thing you can do is get in an adversarial position, you against the customer. Um, you're seldom going to win that. Right. So, and I would say, you know, be willing to use your experience, your expertise to kind of guide the homeowner to, to help them make quality decisions regarding their job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can offer a suggestion that, that might help, save them money or provide a better outcome for the job. Mm-hmm. And that, that comes around to having an attitude of being sort of part of the solution instead of part of the problem. Right. Um, I'm saying a professional, they're going to clearly understand everything possible about the job. Mm-hmm. I think they need to make sure that they, when they're heading out for a job, they would want to understand the size of the job scope of the job, the tools and materials required, mm-hmm. uh, the length of time needed to complete the job, okay? And part of what we say around here is tomorrow's job begins today. Mm-hmm. So you've worked all day and you know you're going to be working tomorrow. Then at the end of the day, you take a look at yep. what are we doing tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to need six sheets of drywall. Well, I only have one on the truck, so I'm mm-hmm. going to need to go to the shop here mm-hmm load up five sheets of drywall to make sure I have, I'm going to need this many bags of mud. I'm going to need plastic to cover the floors. I'm going to need, you know, here's the tools. Oh, I'm going to need to make sure that my pressure hopper is working fine so that I can use it. Um, yeah. And then part of our job is always, because we have to schedule. I mean, we may mm-hmm. schedule anywhere from six to 20 jobs a day right. out of our office. So it's really important for us to know approximately mm-hmm. how long this job is going to take. And then in my mind, a professional, having understood the size, the scope, the tools, the materials required, the length of time needed, you show up prepared, mm-hmm. okay? You get all that stuff ready beforehand. Um, I have seen, and it's happened at my house, that someone's shown up to do work, not our guys, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But they come in, they look at the job, and they go, first thing they do is, I've got to run over to Home Depot. I've right. got to go get stuff. Right, right. I'm going, you kind of knew that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And we sent pictures, we explained in detail. Right. You know, this is the scope of the job. 
but yet they'll show up essentially unprepared mm-hmm. and they need to go. And now they, you're paying this professional to go shopping. Yeah, you're on the clock. And and, and, and and even worse, and you probably have a point to this in a second, but, oh, can I borrow your ladder? I, I don't have a tall enough ladder. Yeah, no, you're you're you easing know. right into the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, man, listen, never, ever, ever, and I'm going to say it again, ever, ever. Never? Ever. Ever. Use a customer's tools or equipment. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes you look less prepared or less like a professional than to not have the tool you need and ask the customer to use theirs. We don't even like to let our guys use the customer's own hose. I want yes. to use our hose on yes. their hose bib. Yeah. No, you we know. do drywall. Do you not know you're going to need water and need to rinse things mm-hmm. off? As yeah. a professional, you understand that. Mm-hmm. This is part of the job. Yeah. So we carry our own hose. Um, yeah. And, and the, the downside is not only do you look bad, but you potentially could uh, damage or break mm-hmm. somebody's ladder or hose or whatever. Sure. Uh, another really big pet peeve of mine is the front doormat. Yeah. I, in my, in my, if in, in, in my way of thinking, every one of our trucks should have a doormat mm-hmm. right on the back. Mm-hmm. So when you go to somebody's house, you just take your foot and scooch theirs out of the way and put your doormat there. Now right. you've got something to wipe your feet on before you even Get enter in. their house and begin laying down your plastic to the work area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we train our guys, remove their doormat. Well, again, it, circling back to it just shows a respect, a simple respect for people, for their time, and for their possessions. Mm-hmm. And, and this customer's home is, is very likely the most expensive thing they own. Absolutely. It's where they spend their off time. It's where they sleep. It's where they raise a family. It's where their pet dog lives mm-hmm. and their bird. You know, um, so showing respect in every way possible to that customer in regards to their personal effects and their possessions and their time is quite professional. Yeah. You know what? A professional is going to have the discipline to avoid those kinds of shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Don't use the customer's hose. Mm-hmm. Go to the truck and get the one that you brought because you're in drywall and you know you need a hose. And it, mine's already dirty. It already has drywall mud yeah. and things all over it. Um, and I think probably the one of the uh, final step here with the professional approach is knowing that no job is finished until you clean up. Right. I mean, that's the third of our three C's. We preach this stuff all the time. C- cover the job up, mm-hmm. first C. Second C, complete it at the highest level possible. Mm-hmm. And third one is so critical, clean up up so here's here's the here's the skinny on that mm-hmm. if a technician is taking the time to properly cover up stuff okay he's put floor covering down he's made a walkway from the front door off the mat he brought mm-hmm. to the work area okay he's got he's got their grand piano covered with a couple of levels of plastic, plastic right. okay then when you get around to clean up it's going to be pretty quick Right. Because you don't have to scrub the little bits off the wall. Mm-hmm. You don't have to vacuum excess dust that went everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but knowing that that can happen, okay, you do. The One of the guys I trained with years ago, he always used to say, five minutes worth of covering up will save you 30 minutes worth of cleaning up. And right. man, that's, it's, 
over the years, it's just proven true without exception. Five minutes of covering saves you 30 minutes of cleaning up. But isn't that a differentiator between a professional and even a homeowner? I oh, mean, yeah. James, listen, have you ever watched a homeowner paint their living room? Mm. Every homeowner assumes they're not going to make a mess. Yeah. And they always do. Yeah. As a professional, we know that we work in a messy industry. We're going to make a mess. Mm -hmm. But we take pains, mm -hmm. we take precautions to prevent the mess. Yeah. We try to catch it, okay? Mm. And then uh, a really critical piece of that is making sure to always clean up. You know, we talk about supplies on our side. Mm -hmm. and, you know, drywall's cheap. You know, it's yeah. 10 low bucks a sheet. Yeah. The, our, our, our material costs are less in the drywall and more in the plastic and the tape that we use to prepare and cover the, the customer's home. Yeah. You know, we could have a roll of plastic. That roll of plastic you know, could cost forty dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, for a twenty foot by four hundred foot roll of plastic, it's expensive to cover. It's expensive to use a lot of the quality tapes. I mean, the three M tape we use cost a lot, a lot of money, and it's um, it's drywall itself is inexpensive. Yes. Uh, obviously, the art of the drywall isn't the experience, but the plastic and the covering tools those are those are. I mean, carrying. A vacuum or Swiffers on vehicles; those are expensive. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I could, would compare that to a, an artist. Mm -hmm. If you want to go out and buy twenty-five colors of um, oil paint mm -hmm. and a canvas and three or four brushes and a, a quart of turpentine, that's not altogether too expensive, right? Like drywall equipment and mm -hmm. drywall supplies, right? But in the right hands, that inexpensive paint equipment, the guy can paint. Mm -hmm. a, masterpiece, a masterpiece right you know yeah that's the craftsman side of our business yes sure. mm -hmm. yeah so you're 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 not paying for lots of materials when we show up but mm -hmm. you are paying for the craftsmanship right but out of all the materials we do have the most expensive is the prepping and the cleaning yeah you know, that's okay. it's just yeah it's a good point i guess yeah. i never had thought of it that way but i i do know that that's true mm -hmm. um so pick up your plastic your vacuuming for sure Sweeping. Uh, we even used to have a guy uh, carried a mop with him, mm -hmm. and and would come in and and mop the floor when yep. he was done. Yep. I mean, it, you know, the old saying is, "Leave it cleaner than it was when you got there." Even if yep. you just passed the maid on oh, the way yep. in, mm -hmm. see. And then when we're done, a professional knows I got to clean it all. I don't clean most of it. You clean your way right out the front door, replace that front door mat, and then on your way. Click that check. <laughs> yeah, that's the fourth C. Click that's the fourth check. Click. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it kind of all wraps around to this professional approach. I mean, you know, we, we all have children. We all try to figure out the best, you know, uh, the best way to, to teach them. And we see them. You know, the kids mm -hmm. have these grandiose plans. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna play football. I'm gonna play lacrosse. I want to join the debate team. But it's one thing to have. A plan. It's one thing to say that you've got a great idea. Mm -hmm. It's the next thing to execute it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, th th that's the difference between even a child and an adult. A child, what do you say? A child. Well, they make a. They just make a plan and then do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. But an adult will make a plan and then execute and it. Execute it. And and actually, as when you've contracted to do a job for a customer, you've made a plan with them, mm -hmm. and they're depending on you and your professional approach to do the job correctly. Not like a child. I'll be there at eight. 
but you don't show up till 11. Right. And so this is the differentiator. We have seen it make a large difference uh, in our business in Orlando. Yeah. We understand that customers value this because you're showing a simple respect to them for their time yeah. and for their property and for their belongings. And they, they respond to it. Mm-hmm. to the tune of 1,800 jobs last year and growing. And, the, and the, these principles bleed and work for every industry, whether you're in pest control or you're a painter or you're a plumber Absolutely. or a roofer or, or you own a cell phone company. I mean, literally, these principles, they match. Just you, you treat the customers like they're, like they're a, a, a reasonable adult. Yes. And you provide a quality but service at a fair price. Yeah. Yes. And you act professional, you deal professional. So, and as a business owner, you're the, you're the person in between. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to make sure that my technician goes out and and brings all this to the table. Well, that means I have to spend a little time putting this on my technician's radar. Right. Here's the thing. Be professional. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? It means be on time. It means show up clean. It means keep your vehicle clean. It means keep your attitude in your mouth clean. Treat the customer, their home, their belongings with respect. And that bleeds to the culture of the company, right? To go back Absolutely. to Absolutely. So and, and if you teach the people and your your technicians, your employees in the company early from the top down, it works away. I mean, we we just told a story about one of our, our technicians that they had a new person in the truck with them that they're they're working and uh, they're driving down the street and someone like cuts them off, you know, and and the new person got all angry and they wanted to hold up their middle finger and kind of wave yeah. their fist. And, mm-hmm. and and our technician who's been here for, for several years, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 yeah, that's not who we are. That's not who we are. That's not who we are. We're not about that. Many people have have ruined their lives based on horrible reactions. Yeah. And you can destroy a business based on you having a knee-jerk, unthoughtful reaction. Yes. Wars have been started based on Boy, that's true, yes. Right? So just take a second. It take it, it costs you nothing to just be calm, count to five, figure out what the right the right reaction is going to be. Yes. And frankly, if you want to get involved in road rage, in a work truck's not the place to do it, right? Yeah. So let's just try and make sure that our guys know that. So that's the culture of the company is from the top down. We want to breed this that we want from osmosis to in our training to. Every time we have a crew meeting, I mean, we're beating them over the head with the three C's. Yes. You know, we're beating them over the head with the professional approach, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they feel, we don't say the words professional approach in the company. We say look and feel. Yeah. You know, this is the look and feel of the company. Right. We want the person who's answering the phone to be polite. We want the person who's going to the job site to look professional, be polite. We want the technicians to show up and look, you know. Yeah. That's that solid. We have you know, a set of standards we want you to meet, mm-hmm. and here they are. Yeah, and, yep. And we do try to teach that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're pretty intentional. Yes, uh, we we intentionally bring up conversations mm-hmm. uh, with new and old employees about Absolutely. you know a lot of times the old employees it's like you really do a good job with mm-hmm. because most of the people who stick around here already get it. Yeah, my obs- one of my observations is that um, people who don't get it don't want to do a professional approach, pretty soon they show themselves the door out. Right. Well, I hope we can continue this conversation another time for sure. And I actually would love to get some more feedback from the people who listen to the conversation. We're, uh, we actually have a Facebook uh, group for our podcast. 
So if you'd like to go to, you know, Facebook slash groups slash HIW podcast, or you can just search Hole in the Wall Business Podcast, you'll find our group and join that group. And then let's start this conversation. Let's keep this conversation going in that group, because what are you doing in your business or what are some good ideas that we can learn from as business owners to even make our professional approach even more important? Oh, love better. it. Yeah, so, I'd love to have some fresh ideas. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, Bill, this is a great, I think we've done great and I can't wait to do more of this. Enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you everybody for listening and we'll talk to you next time. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. If you would like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, drop us an email at podcast at holeinthewall.com. And if you are interested in a Hole in the Wall franchise, please email us at franchise at holeinthewall.com. <laughs>